Mary Stack and I played Georgie Sullivan, who would really like to be relaxing with her girls right now, but instead is maybe headed to find a wizard or talk to a guy about a map. Uh, well, at least they're together. Oh no, is this how they relax? Hi, I'm Willa Wilson, and I play Renette Bollinger. Having found myself incredibly moved and inspired by that driftwood art with the mutilated tourists and all that, I've started sketching a new line of corsets inspired by uh, shark attacks. So uh, we'll see. We'll see where this leads us uh, career-wise. Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie. The town menace who is probably somewhere between three and five mimosas deep, uh, who's just really excited to go along for the ride and meet some wizard, I guess. My name is Jonah Knight, and welcome to Roll to Metal. This is part seven of Belly Up on Martha's Vineyard, coincidentally paired with the Lumber Ghost Mysteries. Is there a relationship? Yeah, maybe. If you aren't listening to that, uh, you may get a bit Maybe. There are some very cool things coming your way that I am still not ready to tell you about. In the meantime, I have for you this ridiculous episode. Okay? Let's go. It's the 4th of July on Martha's Vineyard. It's hot. Because there's a sun and it's summertime and there's humidity. And you can feel it in your hair and your skin, maybe inside your ears. You're also just stumbling out of um, the crime scene on Jaws Beach. I would like to know how each of you feel that your hair is doing on the 4th of July in the direct sun on a beach on a very humid day on this island. I don't know if I've said otherwise yet. Um, even if I have, I've decided it's true. Um, Renette's hair excels in the humidity, so it is looking fine. Like I don't, I don't understand what it is. I know most people like in the humidity, it just, just, it's just a big old mess. But mine, this is the only way I can get it to 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 have volume the way I want it to. You know. Mm. Yeah, I think Birdie's hair is a wreck. Um, I think that her hair is like that exact type of thin, but like kind of almost curly that just humidity without treatment just wrecks it. So I think she's just like, she's unhappy about it. She knows. So my brain short circuited because is Brindlewood Bay not get humid in the summer times? <laughs> I mean, it's up north. Is it a magical place that does n- get no yeah. humidity? <laughs> it's our it's our spooky little fictional town. It okay, can have whatever it wants. <laughs> I think it does, but this is the first time we've done like a full on hot, humid summer mystery. Yeah, okay. so it's yeah, the first we haven't time had I get any. To su- ask. <laughs> we haven't had any summer episodes yet, really. Mm-hmm. I think Georgie's hair is a mess, but she's solving it with a hair tie and has offered one to Birdie as well. <laughs> Do you want to tie Absolutely your not. Your locks no. <laughs> Get that away from me. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> Do you want me to braid your hair? Keep it out of your face. Keep it, keep it. I'm fine. I look great. I don't know why you're making such a big deal about this. I'm just saying, do you want me to braid your hair? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm, I, braid, I braid Birdie's hair. 
Excellent. I think this is probably happening as you struggle your way through the crowds back towards where the cars are. And it kind of occurs to you that you did ask Mr. Montgomery to drop you off here at the beach. Mm-hmm. So you don't currently have transportation, but you could probably solve that. A couple other things probably come to mind. Two of you have a condition right now. Who remembers what their condition is? Uh, distrust of animal, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I have a condition. Renette, you do have a condition. I do have a condition. After burning your butt on the sand. Right. <laughs> Got I a bomb bite. I forgot about that. You have the condition of walking funny. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. I think that many people are enjoying watching the three of you go by. Uh, braiding hair, weaving through crowds, walking how you walk. Hey, Bertie, every once in a while, this little face pops out of Georgie's bag and looks at you. What are you looking at? What? Georgie, can you get your cat to stop looking at me? Stop being so look outable. You phrased that like a compliment, so I'm frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... um, you're going away from the beach. You're back towards the the parking area. There's a lot of traffic. And then I, I think that my final question for you at this point is, um, before you figure out how you're getting to wherever it is you want to go, is now that you're off of the beach, where have each of you found sand that you wish you had not? Oh, my butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already been established. Just like all up in my armpits. <laughs> no reason it should be there, but it is. My pockets for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's you see, that's a I like that choice. <laughs> Interesting. Georgie, to your inventory, you can add a pocket of sand. Ooh, that could come in handy. I really think it should have a question mark at the end. So mm-hmm. we should say it like a pocket of sand? sand? <laughs> <laughs> it at least feels like you have a pocket of sand. Whether or not there is sand in there, I'm not sure, I suppose. We'll roll for it. All right. Where are you going and how are you getting there? Lighthouse. I mean, we could rent some, you know, some bikes. Some more mopeds. You know that guy. Yeah. Couple mopeds. Yeah, you already have mopeds, but there yeah, is a moped rental right stand here. right here. Yeah, we could we could rent similar mopeds, just like do like a day rental or like a few hours rental. Is it is it Mike's moped rental or is it Mike, a different Mike Church? Mike Church. It's gotta be Mike Church. There's only it... one moped guy. Okay. It it absolutely is. Okay, good, good. Cool, because we have to talk to him about a map anyways, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, Mikey. Hey, ladies. Ladies, it's you. Three hey. of my favorite customers. That's right. us. How you doing on the island? You having a good time this 4th of July? Happy 4th of July. There's going to be some poppers in the air tonight. Yeah. Um, two things. The first one is all business. We'd like to rent some more mopeds. We found ourselves... 
stranded over here for a bit, but uh, but we've got places to go. Yeah, we're just in dire need of some mopeds. It's Wait. it's a it's a moped emergency. But you 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 already got. Did you yeah. return the mopeds or uh, no? Our mopeds say? are back are back at our house right now, and we are not there. We got a ride and got stuck here without our mopeds. Is there anything wrong with those uh, those they mopeds? Are, they are perfect. There is absolutely nothing wrong. They are in tip-top condition. Okay. You need not worry, sir. You just need more mopeds. Yeah. We need what what we need is uh immediate and present mopeds. Well, it's your lucky day cuz I got all kinds of mopeds. Oh, thank goodness. I knew you'd come through Mike Church. Yeah, now because you've already got three out there, you might want to also invest in the uh, the insurance policies. We want to maybe add on some uh, some collision insurance, maybe some lost moped insurance. I'm just saying, sometimes people lose mopeds, and instead of paying the full price, you know, with this modest uh, upgrade to the uh, the cost of your uh, rental, you won't have to worry about it. It's really a peace of mind. It's peace of mind on the on your vacation. Nah, I think we're good. Peace of mind. Who needs it? Okay. <laughs> I like to live dangerously. Okay. So I mean, like we're already high rollers with our with our multiple mopeds. So like. Oh, I can see that. I can. I look at you and I think high roller. So let me talk to you about the Cadillac and mopeds right here. It's got a sidecar. It can fit three people. Oh my one god, moped. let's do it. Let's uh, three people, one moped. Sounds let's great. do it. I'm so down yes. for this. All right. Now it is a little bit more than your regular moped, but that's fine for high rollers like yourselves. I mean, it's it's one moped instead of three, so I'm sure it'll be a splendid deal indeed. So Mike starts to talk you through the details around um this one moped for the three of you and <laughs> and soon enough unless there are any uh, objections the three of you have found yourself with a very fancy multiple person moped with a sidecar incredible all right now i just gotta ask which one of you is driving which one of you is in the sidecar which one of you is on the back i feel like i'm gonna drive I'll take the back. Wait, wait, wait. No, we did. We did rolls on who was good at driving. We yeah, did, but didn't we? Weren't we all amazing at it, though? You all did very well. However, this is a different vehicle. <laughs> you got to take into account this sidecar right here. It handles very differently. An expert driver should have no problems. In fact, oh, I well, think any perfect. of you could handle it. Okay. Obviously, we need an excellent driver, so... I mean, who else would we pick? Yeah, I'll take the back. Bad car is great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to be a backseat moped driver. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You know what? I think that for right now, this goes very smoothly. Yeah. We'll wait a little while to roll. So. Oh, goody. Oh, oh, can we, do we want to ask him about the map before we take off or when we bring the moped back? I was going to do it. Let's do it right now. If, yeah. If we can, if you want to. Yeah. Okay. You know, that that business is settled. But just a a couple dollars more, I'll get you these very, very stylish helmets to go along. Or you could go with no helmets 
Let's and do hope helmet. that everything goes well. Let's do helmets. Oh, pro helmet, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we are. are uh, we are. We are a helm. We are a pro helmet podcast. Yes. Where did that line? What's up? What do you mean, a podcast? <laughs> huh? Who's, who said that? All right. So Mike is helping you discover the options for helmets. And in a moment, I'll ask you to discover the helmet that you have found. But mm-hmm. as he is doing so, there's an opportunity to chat. So Mike, Mikey, Mikey, Mike, Mikey Church. That's what they call me. Yeah. We hear you might have some general expertise in uh, reading uh, the the uh, uh, deciphering the decoding of uh, nautical maps. Oh, well, I know my way around a reef or two. Yeah, you, you get I knew you'd have reaper. some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Birdie's just fully all out smoking wherever they are right now <laughs> in his shop, probably. Oh, this is yeah, a stand got, on the beach. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. She's got two in hand. Uh, Double fisting. To what? To what now? What do you want to know? Are you a cop? What? Uh, uh, No, that's fine. (laughs) Hey, it's Massachusetts. It's a legal position around here. You do whatever you like. Wait, you're driving? Hey, let's revisit this extra insurance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, 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 no. No, you're fine. I'm a groupie. I know how to do this. Okay. All right. I'll trust you. You didn't get the extra insurance. That's fine. That's fine. I got your credit card info right here. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, you with the uh, the funny walk. What is it that I can do for you? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, we've got this uh, this here uh, uh, this funny looking map that is se- that seems to be of the nautical variety, and thought maybe you could help us uh, figure out what's uh, what, what's what's going on here. Oh, I could, I could sure do that. Let me take a look here. Now, let's see. We're not going to roll to metal because this is deciphering the map and not looking for a new clue. Mm-hmm. So, I think that means this is probably a fairly simple day move to see if um, you can convince this chatty guy to maybe chat about the thing you want him to chat about. I could, could I use my presence for that? I think you'd have to. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's that's my whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and roll roll this this day move. All right, that's a ten. Yeah, Mike looks up and looks over at this map that you're holding up, and then he looks closer. He says, "Uh, oh wow, you got one of these." Yeah, they made these, uh, oh gosh, 20-something, 40-something, 80 years ago, maybe, something like that. Mm. Yeah, you know what you got That's right a large here. time disparity. Can you narrow 20, it down 40, a little more? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere uh, between 20 and 80 years? I mean, Mike. Come on, I'm, come not, on. A, I'm not a historian, high roller. What I can tell you about this is that it's been verified this is an old map put out by a scuba company long since out of business and uh, you see this mark right here tap 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 on your map that's where the pirate ship is yeah this old uh, this old scuba company used to take tourists out there and locals too I can't say that I never did some diving around there in my youth 
But you go underwater, you can still make out the old ship from uh, Christoph the Grey. It's been sunk off the coast of Martha's Vineyard for 100, 150, 800 years, however long ago the pirates were. I don't know. You know, rumor has it that ship sunk filled with gold and treasure. No one. Okay, Mike. Mike, level with me. Yeah. Is this a scam? Is this a tourist trap? A tourist trap? Are you trying to get us? Do you have like some sort of partnership with this company so we go and buy scuba gear and then you get some of the profits? He did say this particular scuba company is long since out of business. So I'm assuming that you, Mike Church, have Mike Church's tourist scuba company at least trademarked. You know, now that you mention it, it's not up and running. My boat has been, uh... It's in for repairs right now, so I can't bring anyone out there. Oh, yeah, what kind of repairs do you need for your boat? Yeah, it's on the rudder. Oh, yeah, the rudder. I got rudder problems. Oh, yeah. we Don't I know it? Um, we can all relate to that. Yeah, did your boat hit some, um, you know, some black rock, and then just the rudder just went, you know, just kaput? You know, I was, I was, I, I'm sorry, I, I really can't get into my rudder right now. Uh, I got this line of tourists here, and I think I got your helmets for you. I think everything is going to be fine. But yeah, that's what you got right there. Someone, um, maybe someone dug up those old maps and think there's some treasure out there after all. How about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. I can say, uh, I don't think there is. I think everyone should just stay away from it. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Uh I uh, can't do anything else for you. I'm going to help these other customers right over here. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So very quickly, tell me about your helmets. Mine, um, Renette has a very small head. So the only one uh, in Mike Church's arsenal that would fit her tiny, tiny head is a children's helmet. And it's one of those like little boys helmets that has like a cool, like a squishy mohawk across the top. It's and it's orange. I'm happy that canonically we now know the size of Renette's head. <laughs> yeah, that will come up again later. Yeah, I was yeah. always wondering that. So mm-hmm. that's that's good that that is cleared up. Yeah, I know you were on the edge of your seat. How big is her head? How big is her head? Birdie, what you got? What's your helmet like? Think something electric blue and more suited to like a motorcycle something like a little more sleek and cool and she's like i don't care if it's not the right thing and and he was probably trying to argue with her like well actually for like the velocity you want a kind of this kind of shape of it and she was like no no i want this one georgie i'm wearing red and georgie found a bright red cherry red helmet because they're high rollers, and this is the Cadillac of mopeds, and so she wanted something snazzy to contrast her her matte cream moped choice. <laughs> nice. And uh, you're off to Up Island. You're off to the um, the lighthouse. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did forget to ask Georgie if if you also got Pearl a helmet. Yes, because for some unknown re- unknown reason. <laughs> Mike had tiny, tiny helmets. <laughs> I mean, so, if they're available, we're going to yeah, get them. Yeah. Absolutely. He's the anything guy. That's what he said. Of course. I, yeah. I think the tiny, tiny helmet actually 
matches Renette's helmet. <laughs> oh my god, I am so honored to be twinning with Pearl. <sighs> it's precious. Also, I was going to make the joke that um, Mike has the Angus MacGyver uh, Maven move. <laughs> yes. That's how he's the anything guy. Mm-hmm. The Angus MacGyver move, of course, uh, Georgie, as you are familiar with, is that when you improvise in a situation using whatever is at hand, ask other players and keeper to name three objects you find in the environment. And so long as you can give a plausible explanation for how these three objects together are helpful in the current situation, you get an automatic 12 plus on the single associated die roll. Yeah, I he think cobbled it... together a little tiny helmet for Pearl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think to answer the question about why he would have them is because they are uh, they cost the same amount as a human helmet. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were a few times, Birdie, when this helmeted critter poked its head up and looked at you, kind of looked Swerve down, a little, looked down at your foot, looked back at your leg, looked up at you, down at your foot, head went back down. <laughs> I, I swerve a little to try and jolt the cat. I reach my arms around to not swerve. I'm basically, I'm like in Ghost when, when the guy helps, yeah. the ghost helps the, the pottery. That's what I'm doing, but with the steering uh, mechanism. You're humming Unchained Melody in my ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does take a little bit of a drive to get up to the lighthouse. It's on the other side of the island. Is there a conversation you would like to have along the way? So what what do you think about um, this uh, this this map thing? Do you think that's why the submarine was stolen? Oh, maybe someone came to to uh, stole it so they could search the the shipwreck for that secret treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a fake, though. I feel like it's got to be some sort of tourist scam. I mean, you know, because it really, like I mean, yeah, because if a scuba company was making profit off of having people tour the old pirate ship that I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, but the people who frequent the UTI are not bright. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the UTI really does something to your head. It gets in your bloodstream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I bet that's something that happened with Tig and Bolo. Bolo? Ba- Boffo. Boffo. Tig and Boffo. Boffo and Tig. Bolo, Siblings. Tig. Yeah. Bolo, Trig. It's the same thing. Okay. I only have half of a working brain cell right now uh, because we are currently zooming it through uh, the, the streets on this moped. But here's uh let let's let's try to put some thoughts together just for funsies. Okay. Like so somebody, let's say they want to get that treasure. They want to get that secret super super cool treasure. Um what do they do? Uh well they want uh uh they, they steal a submarine, they want to search for it and whatnot, they have this map. They get they create the glowy thing in the water to yeah get to keep else. everyone else out and maybe even they plant something on Mike Church's boat so it gets repossessed so he can't go out after them 
maybe the submarine or something that they use to get to the submarine uh, requires 100 gallons of diesel. And I mean, um, that's just well, it's a lot. A lot. Hold, it's a lot. Hold for on. It. Yeah. I, I, I hear where you're going and I also have thoughts to add. Tell me because we, we only need we only need four clues yes. for each thing. I'm just so, I'm giving us options. So I like it. So it seems that we're talking about this ghost shark potentially being a hoax, so mm-hmm. that somebody could get the treasure. Mm-hmm. So that could be what our incense burner was all about. Because remember, Janet said that there is incense to see ghost sharks. So. Mm-hmm. Is the incense, was that how this person conjured the glowy thing to get people out of the water? Because everyone had a group hallucination smelling the incense. Yeah. Um, And then agreed the map was the map of the treasure. And so the ghost was to keep people out. Mm -hmm. And then the cocaine boat was to keep Mike further out of the water. So that would be, if that all works together that would say that our shark is potentially a hoax, which means if we're going to stop the shark, we have to find the person who's doing all of this and stop them with. With the receipt. We see if we can trace it. Could trace it to that person. Mm -hmm. Um, Along with, we'll just have to figure out how the driftwood and compass fit in. Yeah. Maybe, um, Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think this this art is really cool. And the fact that there was possibly because uh, the guy what was what was this guy's name? What was a uh, big beefy boy's name? Uh, Brump. Brump? <laughs> Grumple. Yeah. No, that was a so, different guy. Um, Grumple oh. was our first lifeguard who also works at the coffee shop and also works at the club or whatever okay. okay we love we love them they're scared of everything and it is sad yes and then and then brump is the, the brump beefy. is big beefy boy yeah big beefy boy mm-hmm. <laughs> all right um yeah so brump may have been under the influence of more of that incense maybe maybe they were scouting around and they they stumbled upon a still smoldering stash of the stuff now this is all conjecture we don't necessarily have evidence for this but it's Mm -hmm. it's a thought that could keep us going to more thoughts it's how we typically solve mysteries i feel yeah (laughs) and maybe maybe i mean i we we, i looked at the driftwood and there didn't seem to be like i didn't necessarily see like a like a little incense pile on there but uh, it could be something there well, if we're trying to find the person behind the ghost shark hoax and stop them, mm-hmm. presumably they could be the the artist. The artist, yeah. So if there is an artist on the island or a store that sells that kind of art, like perhaps we could talk to them and find out who yeah. that individual could be. Um, the compass. I don't know if we can use the compass to help us target where they're hiding or where they might be putting together their master scheming plans of gold finding. And then if we can look at that receipt more closely, perhaps, yes, we can trace back. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's keep getting some clues, but I think we're on a, we're on a good, uh, 
where we've got a good trajectory at this point. I think so. And soon enough, you've driven across the island. You've gone through these back roads. They're very quiet. You've seen some farms. There's actually farms on Martha's Vineyard. It's very nice. It's very relaxing. Very easy drive. Nothing stressful about this at all. And then the traffic starts to back up again when you get towards the parking area for the historic lighthouse at Iquana. Eventually, you uh, you get inside, you find into the parking lot, you find a way to park the Cadillac of mopeds, and you eventually get off of the moped, and here you are <laughs> at the historical grounds for the Iquana Lighthouse. Lots of, uh, actually, this is not the high tourist area. This is for the tourists who don't want the beach on the 4th of July. And while there are some of those, they're not as many as those that do want the beach. So they're around. You sort of find your way out of the parking lot. You can see the cliffs far in the distance over on the side here. This is interesting. It does look like this remote, undeveloped corner of the island off to the side has this very tangled nature sanctuary and there's a big old sign that looks like a maze of hiking trails there's even uh, if you sort of squint there's a little a little skull on the map with no notation next to it and then further along is uh, is the lighthouse up on the cliffs i want to know more about this skull on the map oh you could probably ignore that skull. Or I could not ignore that skull. I'm interested in uh, figuring out what the heck, it, heck that is about. Well, I'll give you this for nothing. When you stop at the big uh, map board of all the hiking trails, it says, oh, this trail has a name and that trail has a name. And, oh, it's a very nice outdoor map that's a little faded from the, the elements. This skull seems to be right on the coast, right on the edge of the cliffs, cliffs, down some trails. And when you look down at the bottom of the map at the key, it says World War II bunker. So we're going to go investigate that, right? Yes. We're going to go see this World War II bunker? A hundred percent. That's somewhere between 20 and 80 years ago. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. I mean, that does mean going off into this tangled nature sanctuary and not up to the lighthouse. I mean, you could probably come back and go up to the lighthouse later. Whatever you'd like to do. Well, we came here for the lighthouse. I feel okay, like you yeah. should have at least a, a quick search, see if there's anything, and then we'll follow that lead. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. wizard. <laughs> Yeah, lighthouse wizard first. Yeah. We gotta meet the wizard. We gotta in the yeah, lighthouse. We, that's what we're here for. So you go off to the lighthouse. To the wizard. This is fantastic. There's a whole little movie about the history of lighthouses, not just in the history of the United States, but uh, throughout the world. There's some signs. It's very. This is the historic district here. Whoever is running the Martha's Vineyard Historic District Commission these days. Sure loves this stuff. There's fantastic displays about everything you would want to know about lighthouses, as though this person has been obsessed since a child <laughs> with lighthouses and then finally got an opportunity to share this love with the world. Anyway. 
Yeah, that's so interesting and doesn't ring a bell at all. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's stairs going up. Uh, though you can kind of see, like, off to the side by the cliffs. Like, you could go up the, uh, up to the top of the lighthouse anytime you like. But you recognize somebody over by the cliffs. Hey, this is that guy. You didn't really get a chance to talk to him at Jaws Beach when the whole mysterious Jaws ghost shark attack went down. But this is that filmmaker guy, Tommy. It looks like he's got a camera out and he's talking to some people over. He's using the, the ocean as a backdrop. Looks like maybe he's interviewing them. We definitely go listen to him. Yeah, we're going to Or go. I will. I'm nosy. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ba- ba- a little bit back so we're not ruining his shot. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely eavesdrop. All right. So tell me again how you uh, you feel that uh, capitalism is the source of all evil. Did say it in a good way, and I'll put you in the documentary. Um. Yeah, we think that uh, they should totally close the beaches down and, and protect people, and just keeping them open is just uh, everyone being slaves to capitalism man all right thank you very much i'll definitely use this in my documentary and then the tourists walk off tommy takes a deep drag on a cigarette in a long holster adjusts his beret (laughs) turns around uh excuse me pardon me madams i'm uh, making a film about uh, the mismanagement of the political system on Martha's Vineyard. And yeah. uh, if it is all right, I'd like to ask you some very simple questions about how you feel this mismanagement has damaged the reputation of this island. Bertie's just staring at him, trying to figure out how the beret stays on his head. Hmm. It does move around, especially oh, when his okay. eyebrows become very animated. Okay, how much okay. is it moving? Is there like a little rat, ratatouille situation under there? Uh, that probably does, Birdie, get into your mind. <laughs> that, oh, 100%. Yeah, there may be something she, living she, under she his She smoked beret. a lot before driving. <laughs> Which is why it's good that I was reaching around. Yeah, who was really driving? Probably Renette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, if you just uh, simply come this way, and uh, we'll put your bags to the ocean. You're going to put us in the same shot as the other people you just interviewed? Uh, yeah, at least to a little bit of a different angle. No, I'm not going to use yeah, them. They're I mean, very pedestrian. They have uh, nothing to say. But the I three mean, of you... They were, pose- they were pedestrians. <laughs> That's yes, kind of the thing. Yeah. In, in a very literal sense, but I'm looking for the figurative pedestrian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So what have people have been saying about this whole ghost shock business? I mean, obviously, because you've been conducting these mm. cool interviews and stuff, you've probably heard all sorts of opinions and uh, and uh, uh, first-hand accounts. Is the people yeah, did you come here? Sorry, go ahead. Mm, no, no, you ask me. As the interviewer, you ask me a question. That's how it works, where you're from. <laughs> you go right ahead. Well, I just thought we were, I mean, I, I didn't know we, are we filming yet? I thought we were just, I, I just had some questions for you. Uh, I, I'm curious. Just, you know, track. also so we know how to direct, uh, how, uh, so we know how to 
uh, and so in the most uh, beneficial and useful way possible when when you are filming us. Yes, we don't want to be repetitive yeah. or redundant. No, no, that is not a, not something you should worry about. I use the most compelling, uh, how you say, conversations. <laughs> so if you are if you are compelling, if the camera loves you, then I shall love you, and I shall make you famous in my documentary. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't love that. I don't love this vibe you're putting out into the into this interaction right here. Um, I think, I think, as as a theater professional, hmm. I'm telling you to tone it down. Oh, that's a lot coming from her, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I accept your note. Takes direction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We love to see it. Okay. Now tell me how you think the the chief of police should be removed from her job and go. Um. Well, uh, that is a bit of a pointed question. I'm not. I. I. I you may know we are. We are actually. I know. Obviously, we look very at home here. Uh, but we are indeed tourists, so we are not um, we are not immersed in the local uh, local politics or uh, um, police officials sort of a situation. Mm. Uh, what we have witnessed is that there's been a lot of drama at the beach, and uh, we don't really know all the details that have been going on there. They haven't. Uh, it feels like they haven't been telling us everything mm -hmm. uh, for one reason or another. Is it um, keeping the truth from you? Yes. Mm, yeah, or maybe they're just fully at a loss because they're not uh, investigating uh, to the fullest uh, potential that they should be because this seems like a serious situation, especially with a place with such uh, tourist-focused economy mm -hmm. um so it, it does seem a little bit irresponsible i i have to say um i but again we are we're just tourists do, do you know what uh what have the locals been saying like wh what kind of a first-hand account have have you heard hmm. well confidentially Mm -hmm. Confidentially, so confidential. Yes. The locals feel that uh, she, the chief, as an outsider, mm. is prioritizing keeping the business community happy rather than shutting down the beaches for the safety of all concerned. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yes, there have been attacks. There, there's certainly danger. There's certainly the possibility of injury, perhaps additional deaths. I heard about the death on the beach today. Yeah, I heard that there was, I mean, there was some sort of a, a commotion. Was it an actual death? Because because uh, I don't believe they were able to dredge up a body of any kind. It was just a one eyewitness that thought they saw a body, but 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 didn't is that is that what you're referring to i i only know what people say and what oh, people have oh. said to me is that there's a new death on the beach from a shark 
for sure. Okay, interesting. Because we were just at the beach. And, and, you know, maybe that's even just like the paranoia spreading, you know, how rumors, rumors fly and shift. It's like a, 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 a telephone game. Um, uh, it seems like it was just the, the concept of possibly somebody thinking that they saw a dead body mutilated by a ghost shock. But I guess ru- rumors, they, they fly. We were there this morning and Brump described a bloody scene, but there was nothing there. And it seems like it'd be rather hard to completely disappear the amount of the distressing scene that he saw. You know, the um, the blood, the guts, the intestines. The the gore, the multiple body parts. um, Yeah, organs floating around like loose change. And it's it just strikes me as interesting. I very much appreciate the angle of your documentary, but it's always good to play the other side, play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody who would want the businesses to be shut down? Let, let's presume there is no danger. And this ghost shark is a ploy it's uh it's a way to start rumors and it's to shut down businesses what what do you think of that possibility oh well i I, of course i'm for all four people making a living and living well it is a true fact that uh there are more and more tourists every year, and perhaps this island has lost some of its small-town charm. And perhaps the families who have lived here for generation upon generation no longer can afford the house that their parents bought because of all of these, uh, how you say, rich people come here and buy everything make it drive the cost up so perhaps perhaps if we could stop that somehow Mm. eh, yeah the real ghost shock was gentrification (laughs) all along long that's a really cool angle i like i i I think you bring a really cool perspective to this to the table uh directed tommy Oh, it's Tommy. They call me Tommy Zabin. Tommy Zabin. Yes. All right. Uh, I think you think you've got a very interesting perspective, Mister Director the Bean. Yeah. So perhaps uh, also the the direct the uh, the deputy sheriff who should be removed, obviously. Uh, perhaps uh, there's a silver lining in this after all. If perhaps there is no death. And no additional people injured. Perhaps that uh, if we slow the progress of the machine and uh, the, uh, how you say, the man, mm-hmm. and uh, the yeah. island can go back to the way it was, perhaps uh, perhaps uh, everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Perhaps there's a good, good come from Sigo Shark. Yes, that's fascinating. The camera cuts to just... Four yards away where Bertie has wandered off, bored of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so glad you got that based on the fact that I said nothing during it. That was the plan. Uh, what was more interesting is the fact that there is a, um, an information booth at this, that's this, at this high touristy area that seemed to be completely unoccupied. And it's like, oh, I wonder why is there nobody here? Perhaps you wander over. That's so weird. I like knock on the door. And it seems like the knocks uh, are immediately followed by a thump, like someone falling over and scrambling up and the door opens and there's Grumple in, in an information booth uh, polo t-shirt looking like they just woke up. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm sorry. Let me. Um, and they roll up the 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 window siding, and uh, their hair is all askew. And so, say, is this job number four? <laughs> four. <laughs> That'd be, no, no, no. This is uh, this is all I need. This is all I need. This is this is my favorite job because nobody ever asked me to do anything here. I'm very quiet sometimes. Um, well, that's really did nice. Did you like a brochure or a map of the of the hiking grounds, or um, is there something I can do for you? Oh man, I, you know, it's not often that I feel bad about bothering someone, but I do. I do feel bad about this. Um, oh. I didn't mean to wake you. No, that's fine. I don't need sleep much. I I read a book about how you can um, he, the human mind doesn't lose much capacity at all if you sleep for twenty minute segments eight times a day. And I've been working on that for about the past six months or so. And so I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, cool. So can I have a brochure? Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's some fumbling around. And here's a brochure. Uh I'll tell you Ooh. what, whoever created this brochure seems to have a long history of loving brochures because it is packed with information. It is uh the images are fantastic. It looks like uh, a lot of love and care has gone into the design and layout of this brochure. Of this lighthouse. Oh, we got a brochure fan. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're nice. So, yeah, so Grumple, um, what's up? Are you good? Uh, like, I'm worried about you, man. And I've only met you like four times, but you've been working every single one of those times. And like, I get it. I get, I get the hustle. I'm just like, I'm checking in. Are you good? Yeah, you owe money? It, What's up? Oh, yeah. It's tourist season. It's tourist season. We have to, we work all the time in tourist season. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm got, I've got overtime from, um, from almost every one of my jobs this week. So that's, that's going to help. It's going to help a lot. So I'm just trying to do the math there. Mm-hmm. So how do you, okay, how do you feel about tourist season? Like, is it frustrating that there's tourists or is it like, wow, it's great that like we have work and money and stuff? I love it. I love it. Because uh, if I didn't, there'd be no reason to live here if you didn't love it. And I love to live here. So I love it. I love the tourists. I love, I love it. I love how many people there are and what they bring to my town. And I think it's amazing that, um, that they just, they create the kind of a magic Wherever they go, 
and I'm happy to be involved some somehow anywhere here. So as someone who uh, creates a kind of magic everywhere they go, um, mm. what I'm hearing is there's a lot of Karens all the time um, I, and you're I, exhausted. No, I wouldn't say that. I would never say that. I would never say that. Okay, so, like, actually, real stop. Real stop. I know I'm supposed to be doing important things. I really mm-hmm. need to check on this. How how old is Grumple? Like, what's their, what's their vibe? Oh. Are they young? Like, early 20s? Oh, so... Tired the, college kid? For the first time, you're turning your attention to this, this just worker bee and, uh, and really looking at them as a human. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably somewhere maybe, maybe... There's a look to certain types of people who just work all the time where they might be like 28 or 31 and they might be like 45 and there's sort of like, it could be kind of anywhere in there. Um, and you know, now that you're like sort of really looking like gender might be a little unclear. Uh, there's like, uh, hair is kind of doing whatever it's been getting a little, uh, uh, more and more unkempt each time you run into them. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I need to impart wisdom. So just run with me, Grumble. Yeah. Run mm-hmm. with me on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, what do you want to do with your life? Oh, I'm. I love October. I just wait for October okay. every year. Um, because of spooky season, Halloween? Is that no, the... because it's so quiet. It's cool. Just, it's so, so you... Quiet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. What would you What would you do with your life if you weren't working? Like, would you? what would you do? Relax? Or well, like... I, I wouldn't be able to live here if I didn't work. And I love to live here. So I, I have to love to work. What do you... What do you love about it? Not working, living here. Oh, wow. And there's kind of like a softness and a faraway look that comes into their eyes. When the roads here are quiet and the air starts to get a little cold, before you start to smell the snow and you just can sort of feel the coolness and the quietness sort of move over the island, what you're left with are the realest people that you've ever met. The people that have decided that it is more important to live in one of the most beautiful places on this planet that it's possible for people to live in. And you know that they're going to do whatever they can to keep that beauty in their lives. And, um... And that's all I want. I just want that quiet and those people. And, um, and that's all I've ever really wanted. And so I have a couple more months. Damn. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Birdie's like grappling with the um, odd sensation of feeling empathy. Um, 
And like this, this like weird moment of human connection that doesn't happen super often with her. Um, all jokes aside, like, yes, it's funny, but like, I think that she's really struck by this and like the beauty and the simplicity, uh, simplicity of, uh, this person's love and care for this. Um, how it, it's just, it's not complex. Like they're working so hard because they just love it. Um, and there's just something about it. And man, I don't know. I don't even know if there's like a, a, a role I wanted to do. I think Birdie just wants to sit in this moment with this person and just asks like some other things that they love about this place. Um, more, more gentle than usual, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a moment. I think, um, possibly probing here and there to kind of get some, some clues. Like if, if somebody mentions like, uh, the sheriff or the shop that they went to the incense shop or the beach or something. Well, you can always try to meddle. There's a move that we use very seldom called the cozy move. Uh, when you initiate an intimate moment with another maven, while one of you is engaged in your cozy activity, you may clear an appropriate condition. If Bertie is truly struck by this character and can think of a way to really share an intimate moment, Bertie. Oh, good news. I have my lucky flask. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I think I take I take it out and I offer a sip. That's. Wow. I mean. I've never. I've only ever heard one person really describe the place they live, despite all the ups and downs of it that beautifully you have a you have a good heart grumple do you think you'd if you'd have the chance would you want to be anywhere else and come to visit in october or do you really feel that this is like this is the place for you and it's it's worth it through all the the hard work I am afraid that if I leave, that something will happen and I will never be able to come back. Unless your resources are a lot greater, you have to really fight for what you have. And if you sort of let it go, then I've seen time and time again that it just goes. And it's hard to get it back. So it's not that I'd never go on... You know, over to the mainland. You got to do that to go to a warehouse superstore every now and then. Because let's be honest, some of our uh, our shopping is a little bit limited. But um, it's mostly incense and mopeds. That's it's like yeah, yeah. You know, it's things that the tourists want. So a really good uh, gas station is a rare thing. <laughs> A really good, uh, you know, I mean, it helps being able to order things on the internet, but did you know that if you don't live on the continent, you pay extra for shipping? So we're not technically on the continent. We're not huh. in the mainland. 
how do you feel about some of the other groups that come along with the tourists or I guess the the fair weather friends who live here? Oh, the the part-timers? Yes. The ones who with the really big houses that show up for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I understand why they want to be here. And they usually provide jobs for uh, for carpenters and painters, electricians, for people who work with their hands. Uh, it'd be nice maybe if they didn't have the effect on property values that they do. But, uh, you know, they uh, they help people work. They help people find jobs. Usually. Birdie, in her mind, is 100% convinced that she can just, like, absolutely French Revolution this place um, within the next 48 hours. <laughs> She's just thinking this in, their, in her head, listening to Grumple, like, yeah. Yeah, I can make that work <laughs> with the ghost shark army. Exactly. <laughs> are, so are you looking for a cozy move or are you looking for a meddling move? Um, kind of cozy move, I think. I, not only is Birdie, but I was also kind of struck by that. So I just, I want to honor that. Um, yeah, I think it's a cozy move trying to get rid of my distrust for animals. Um, human beings are also animals. So let's see if that helps with Bernie's prickliness at all. <laughs> I don't know. I like Grumple. I want to steal him for Brindlewood. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to integrate your cozy activity into this? Drinking? Absolutely. Then... It's either that or the big amethyst <laughs> or driving. I mean... <laughs> I will accept any of those mechanically if you use them authentically. No, I think I, I think I offer the, offer the flask and I'm just sitting next to them, listening to their story, um, saying like, oh yeah, Brindle, Brindlewood's a bit of a, not quite to this extent, but a bit of a seasonal tourist town here and there. But we also have a lot of our own space and, and, you know, culture that's not taken over by part-timers, I suppose. And the camera cuts to a few yards away when Georgie and Renette have a moment in the conversation with Tommy the Bean mm -hmm. to sort of look over and see Birdie inside the information booth with Grumple. Snacking on some of the chips they had. Passing the flask back and forth. That... That's... Nice. I mean, I don't see what exactly is going on from here, but it seems... Maybe a good thing? I mean, I think so. She's not yelling or waving her arms around. She seems very relaxed and happy right now. And I've just, I've never seen her connect like that with a stranger. It's, that's really nice. It's, I, it's really quite lovely. Grumble. Yes. Grumble's my kid now. <laughs> Aw, let's go interrupt their bonding. Aww. Uh And as you turn to go, Tommy says, um, thank you very much for speaking uh, with me. Uh, here is a, a, a business card. Is my URL and uh, my YouTube. 
And uh, when I finish the documentary, uh, please uh, share it with your friends. I will do so. And you know what? Here's a business card of my own. If oh. any of your film endeavors ever require uh, costuming expertise, particularly oh. of the corset variety, or just any sort of a costuming consultation, give me a call. Excellent. I shall keep this in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have always wanted to do a period piece. Of course. I'm, it's a I love documentary a, yeah. style. Yeah, documentary, documentary style period piece. I, yes. I, I think there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a market for that. That's a, a, a well that has yet to be really broached. broached? Mm. Yeah. Is it broached? Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you again. As uh, remember, do not trust the deputy. Do not of trust course. the deputy. Do not trust the deputy. If uh, you find yourself around the deputy tonight, go somewhere else. Thank you very much. I'll go over here and uh, speak with others. Yeah. Bye, Tommy. So that was weird, right, Georgie? The whole the whole pulling us closer and whispering, do not trust the deputy. And then, like, specifically saying if we find ourselves with them tonight, like, to, it, that was, like, very specific. Yeah, right? that, that sounded like a, like a warning, like yeah. maybe Tommy knows something's going to happen. I think we need to be near the deputy. <laughs> I think we need to be near, I think we need to be very close to the deputy or else we're going to miss some really important stuff we do well with warnings clearly yeah we love we love we love a cryptic warning yeah uh, we always take it in the opposite <laughs> way that it's meant yeah and so that's why i moved to brindlewood bay you would you are such a good listener like it's it's crazy georgie and renette come upon the information booth and uh, you hear birdie saying this and um, you're pretty sure Grumple is like is awake, is like really fighting to stay awake, very tired. But um, yeah, I've heard, uh, I've heard. Yeah, already written like my my phone number on like one of the brochures and like given it to them and been like, yeah. So like, if you're ever in Brindlewood Bay seriously reach out we'll show you like we'll show you around you'll actually get like your own fun tourist thing it'll be a whole thing okay yeah okay thank you okay it's, yes um... sleep sleep we don't need anything we, we can just like go up in the lighthouse right that's like chill yeah the lighthouse is open uh there's um there's great views there's a the, the, the little thing you look through you put a quarter in it and you can look all all out over the ocean guys this is my yeah this is my new friend grumple um i don't know if you know them but hi hello yeah we've met a couple times yeah uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. all right have a have a good nap you you've earned it we're gonna go check out the mm-hmm. the up top okay that, yeah and remember what i remember what i said you just gotta keep that in mind right right okay about also the, like okay yeah, mm-hmm. yes Yes. you go no I, I was which the thing to keep in mind about what you know the thing to keep in mind like um 
your life is best for you to live for your own happiness and wherever you can find mm. slivers of happiness is like really important but also like if you're only finding slivers of happiness in like your small enclosed space that you have maybe there's time for like a small change here and there to see if something else will like push through the cracks for you and like change your life you know what i mean mm, yeah mm -hmm. cool and also like are there any parts that are um you know unauthorizable like we shouldn't go into in the lighthouse yes just like making sure we don't accidentally no it's it's um it's this particular style of lighthouse wasn't one where people lived so there aren't closets or anything it's a it's a big staircase you just get up to the observation deck on the view is fantastic and they look up the sky i bet you can see pretty far today all the way to the horizon I will. And you keep looking at the horizon, too. Okay, okay, good night. Have Bye. a good day, yeah. Oh, and they are out like a light. Wow. They just, just immediately, as soon as we, so like, turned weird, back, you guys. a little bit. Yeah, it was like, like, I had just this weird, like, mind meld with Grumble over here. It was crazy. I just remembered, we're, we're circling back around. Yep, I remembered what I had in my bag. Mm-hmm. Georgie grabs a brochure. <laughs> yeah. A fantastic brochure. Yeah. Yeah, she flips through it, looks it over, notes a small logo on the back. Oh, that's a that's an interesting logo. Is that a a ghost with lumber? What a weird choice. <laughs> that's like so particular. I know. Yeah, I wonder what the story behind that so is. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the three of you make your way into the lighthouse. And there are a handful of tourists coming down the staircase. And this looks like a kind of twisty stair that goes around the exterior of the lighthouse. Uh, and it goes up perhaps about two stories to the observation deck. So it's not super high, but it's completely unobstructed views. And... Sure enough, there is one of those put a quarter in it and look through the magnifying glasses. And you I do can... that immediately. I immediately put a quarter in and I take a good look. Oh, sure. Sure, you can even see Nantucket from where you are. There's another couple of islands in this chain. They're just small, maybe uninhabited or barely inhabited. Nice. And off to the side there... There is that tangled mess of a nature sanctuary over to the side there. Hmm. So I don't know, is there something in particular you'd like to look at? Um, an, any estimation of where the pirate treasure stuff might be? Fascinating. Yeah. You know what? You have that map amongst the three of you. Mm-hmm. And now that you're on the Cliffs of Aquana, you can find them on this map of Martha's Vineyard. And off to the side there. Yeah, that must be where the pirate ship is. There are definitely touristy sailboats and motorboats and all kinds of people out on the water today. Those look like there might be three or four boats roughly anchored in that position. And then looking through the magnifying glasses, you can see some swimmers in that area. Some snorkelers, some scuba-ers. Mm. 
can I uh can I roll to metal with the as I if I put another quarter in, can I roll to metal as I continue investigating uh that area and the beaches surrounding it? Yes. Cool. I think Birdie's um probably also on if there's another set of binoculars. Um doing that, but like trying to angle it as close as she can to the beach um, to see if there's anything going on over there now. So, Renette, you're rolling to metal. Yes. Bertie, you've grabbed the other uh, magnifying glasses. The other binocs. Georgie, are you doing anything? Oh, they have that handled, so I'm busy taking uh, vacation photos because this was supposed to be a vacation. So she's taking artful shots of her friends looking wistfully out over the water. And she's got a few of them where she's taking a selfie and her friends are in the background. Just, you know, capturing the whole (laughs) experience. So, Birdie, you swing the, the glasses around and... Jaws Beach is just too far to really get a view of it. And so you search the island and you can sort of see eventually the compound that is the UTI. But small blessings, maybe you can't see inside the UTI. I mean, it's in your mind that you'd really like a good look, but maybe it's a good thing you don't have a good look. And because of the distance, you sort of move a little bit and realize that you're sort of looking into this tangled nature sanctuary. And, oh, there's the paths. There's the paths. You can see sort of to the far side. Yeah, there's an old bunker. That's interesting. And then as you're sort of coming back, somewhere in the middle of all of these trees and shrubs and the dunes there's a small shack and you just sort of get it into focus a little too late to tell if that man with the long gray beard outside the shack really was he just an old man or that was kind of a weird hat was he wearing robes it's the wizard that's nice. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> okay, that's a seven. So still a success, just barely. Renette. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're looking out at these boats near where the pirate ship must have sunk. Mm-hmm. And you can see someone in scuba gear coming up from the ground no coming up from the water (laughs) and they seem very animated and very upset and somebody reaches down and grabs them and pulls them up into the boat and then suddenly everyone in the water starts trying to get out of the water and into their boats very quickly shark attack There's some kind of, even from this distance, it's like there's something moving around in the water. And then there is a churning of water. And it looks kind of red. And when the last person jumps out of the water and up onto the boat, they're holding something. And you can't zoom in anymore. But from where you are, 
it almost looks like an arm. It looks like someone has found a dismembered body part. Oh, shit. Guys, guys, come look at this wizard. <laughs> I think I think the, the dead body that Brump saw, I think they're finding it. I think they're dredging it up right now. And I also saw blood in the water. I think I just, I think I somebody been moitered. Moitered? By the wizard? What? Shut up about the, I'm talking about the ghost shark. I mean, we move, of course we move over to go see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do want to see that wizard in a little bit, but first, I yeah, think this yeah. might take priority because this is dead human, uh, dead, dead, dead human, uh, dead, dead guy. Well, see? Very, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're way too far away to claim an incense hallucination unless it's all around us. So yeah, 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 this yeah. is mildly concerning. A little bit, a little bit, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. get your phones out. Who has the, the best Zoom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's all, think, let's yeah. not, let's not leave it to chance. Let's all start photographing, ladies. Yeah, let's all start. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. Okay, cool. So let's do this and we need to get a sunset photo because it's going to look really cool up on the lighthouse, okay? Yeah, with the scuba diver uh, hoisting the dismembered arm. We want right. that with sorry, a nice sorry, sunset sorry. in the background. I mean, making memories. Making memories. <laughs> <laughs> this is going right into the slideshow, obviously. <laughs>